Well, hey there, and welcome to the Real Happy Mom podcast, the weekly podcast for moms to get inspiration, encouragement, and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. My name is Tony Ann, and you are listening to episode number 70. So hey there, we are back for another episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. And today I have a very special guest. It is Autumn. She is the mom behind Best Mom Ideas. And she's going to be helping us with this whole issue of screen time with our kids and then also finding solutions or alternatives rather for screen time with our children. But before we jump into this week's episode, it is time for our mommy wins. So let's take a listen to this week's mommy win. Hello everyone, my name is Kentoya Bryant and my IG handle is K underscore fitness 365. My major win this week was the launching of my coaching business where I'm helping men and women achieve their fitness goals. Well, Kentoya, I think that is a huge goal and congrats on getting that launched and started. I know how hard it is to get things off and running. So congrats to you. Now, moms, if you are listening and you want to be featured in one of the upcoming mommy wins, all you have to do is go over to Instagram, follow me at Real Happy Mom, then send me a DM and make sure that you go down to that lower right hand side. There's a little icon with a microphone. I want you to press and hold that and tell me your name, your IG handle and your win for the week. Now that we have that out of the way, let's jump into this week's episode with Autumn. Yes, you are going to be sharing some interesting things with us today. And before I get into that, I just wanted you to share a little bit about you and your business. Uh, Yeah, so I am a wife. We've been married for nine years. Um, We live in Georgia, like right north of Atlanta area. Um, I'm a mom to three, two boys and a girl. Their ages are six, four, and two. Basically, I started my business because I'm I'm a former school school teacher. Um, but when we started family, I decided to stay home with our kids and to make that time with them intentional. Um, so I started using my background as a teacher and coming up with activities to do with them that involved like learning colors or learning their ABCs and stuff. And my husband saw how much time. I was putting into creating these activities um, and how like organized they were. He suggested that I create a book. Uh, I thought he was crazy, but um, I did it. A lot of other moms benefited from him. So I started creating more books with each of the activities that I did with my children. Awesome. Yes. And I have seen some of your books and they are really, really nice. So I am glad you listened to your husband on that one. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yes. Now with the latest with iPads and tablets, it's easy to give our kids electronics. But like you said, you were coming up with these activities that were helping them with learning and keeping them busy. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk about how allowing our preschoolers to have unlimited screen time can have problems. Yeah, so for us, like we we didn't really see a problem with like letting our our oldest when he was two or whatever just play what we thought was an educational game on our phone um, every now and then. But then we started to see it became harder and harder when we would try to take it away. Like he would get angry or or 
we were having problems like putting our phone down. Um, so we started looking into called phone addiction. It sounds really terrible, but um, it has a name. <laughs> and so when we were looking into these things, we figured out there's three major problems when you give unlimited screen access to preschoolers. And those, the three things are it activates the dopamine pathway. Um, there's a problem with overstimulation and opportunity cost. So like when I say it activates the dopamine pathways, that means that when they, we get a good feeling um, from a, doing something that makes us feel good, that means that dopamine is getting released into our brain and our body, and that causes that good feeling. Um, so things like eating a delicious chocolate cake or um, playing games on a device, both of those things can cause a dopamine release in our body. The more that we activate that dopamine release, the more our brain becomes desensitized to it. So we have to do it more and more each time just to get that same initial dopamine release that we initially felt that made us have that good feeling. Our prefrontal cortex doesn't develop until the early 20s. So adults can moderate things like overeating or um, putting our phone down. Sometimes it's not easy, but we can still moderate ourselves and, and control ourselves from doing it too much. But preschoolers don't have that developed prefrontal cortex, so they don't know how to moderate themselves. So they're going to just keep wanting to be on the screen and getting that dopamine release. And so the second thing was overstimulation. Like digital games on the iPad or tablet or whatever are meant to be fast paced and have lots of color and be so that they attract people, especially little kids. But all of these fast-paced, hyper-arousing games and stuff, uh, our brains become used to that. And so they are going to want that high level of stimulation all the time, which can lead to short attention spans or the inability to focus on a simple task like sitting in class or reading a book or doing a chore because all of those things seem boring to a kid that's been on a technology device um, for an unlimited amount of time. And then the third thing was opportunity cost, which um, normally you associate with like economics, but um, opportunity cost is when you miss out on something because you choose to do something else. So like if a preschooler chooses to do, play on their tablet or iPad or whatever um, device, then they're missing out on other things, which could be interacting with other people or developing bonds with other people because instead they're focused on that screen or they're missing out on being outside. And uh, it's been, there's studies that say that being outside in nature just for 30 minutes helps lower stress levels. They're also missing out on developing their speech and vocabulary because when you're talking with a person face to face, hearing like words or seeing lips move in a physical manner, you develop better speech patterns or um, you're hearing more vocabulary than if you're just looking at a screen. 
And they're also missing out on being bored. Like think about when we were little and our parents didn't have screens or anything. Like we had to be bored and we had to create our own imaginative world and be creative with how to entertain ourselves. So they're missing out on all of those things when they're choosing a screen instead of other things. Yes, and I can definitely see all of these things now in some of the kids that I've interacted with. So I'm glad that you shared this with me because now it makes a lot more sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we had to learn these things with our oldest as well, just because we were seeing how addictive it could be to be Mm -hmm. on the screen. Yeah, definitely. And it is it doesn't take much to get them hooked on it. So I'm glad that you shared the problems that we face with the unlimited screen time, but I know there are ways that we can introduce technology that's not so addicting. So I wanted you to share that with us. Yeah, definitely. Um, So uh, the American Pediatrics Association recommends that no screens before two years old. So um, I like to to follow those guidelines just um, because their brains are still developing 90% of the brain develops before the age of five. So I like to limit screen time as much as I can until that age. Like we still occasionally watch a TV show as a family or a movie as a family and stuff like that. Um, But uh, there are things that are called like tech vegetables, which are things that can enhance our learning instead of like being a teaching tool if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So like good things that would be a tech vegetable would be, um, I don't know if you've heard of math blasters. Like I played that when I was in elementary school. Okay. And so my husband and I found a a link um, to that old game that we let our our six-year-old work on his math facts on that. And then there's also a program called Starfall. Um, So like after you are learning uh, your phonics with your child. Um, you can use Starfall to enhance that that learning instead of using it as a teaching tool instead. And then FaceTime is also a good tech vegetable because even though it's on a screen, they're still interacting with another human, um, especially like to be able to interact with grandparents that you can't see all the time. We like to do all of our like tech activities on the desktop because it's easier to moderate the time spent on a desktop than it is like handing an iPad or tablet to a child because they could walk off and um, and start playing on it and you could get busy doing something else and then you don't realize like how much time they've actually spent on it. Um, Mm -hmm. So we like to do activities on the desktop instead and it's you can't travel with the desktop like you can't like your kid can't take a desktop to the restaurant or (laughs) the car so it makes it a little easier to say no we can't play with that anymore (laughs) there's things to avoid like that are called tech handy um so things that just are hard to limit um on the ipad or thing are things like minecraft or candy crush or even youtube videos um those are things that are kind of um like yes you can limit them it's just harder to limit um so we try to avoid things like that 
Hey there, I just wanted to take a second to just tell you thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And one thing that you could really do to really help me and to help get this message out is to rate and subscribe this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, all you have to do is go over to the rate and subscribe button, hit the five star button, and then you can just leave something really quick in that comment section. This helps me out tremendously. One, it lets me know that the information and the guests that I am getting on this podcast is helpful. And it also lets other moms know that this is an awesome podcast to listen to. So do me a favor right now, hit pause and go over and rate and subscribe this episode. I'm serious. Hit pause and rate and subscribe. This will help me out a ton. And I appreciate you so, so much for doing this for me. Now, if you're listening, you're like, hey, I'm not listening to this on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can help me out, too, by taking a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to and putting it in your stories on Instagram or on Facebook. This gets the message out to other moms so that we can all be real happy moms. So thank you so much for doing this for me i am going to get back into this week's episode yeah you're right about the youtube because that's like my <laughs> kids favorite thing is youtube and that is very hard to monitor <laughs> so you've given us some pros and cons with screens and now i'm starting to see ways that we can limit things and make it a lot healthier so we're not getting the kids addicted to it but there are some ways that you have come up that don't involve screens. So um, give us some ideas on activities that we can do with our kids that don't involve screens. Okay. Um, so anything that involves using the five senses, um, the kids build connections in their brains um, through experiences. Um, so when they're using those five senses, those connections are being built in their brain or they're being strengthened. So things like cooking, like ask them to help you cook dinner. Um, they love that. And um, they're building those connections when they're using their hands and they're smelling and they're um, touching and tasting, all of those things. Uh, reading books, building with Legos, even doing chores around the house, like folding clothes or sweeping. Um, those are building connections and great ways to to get them involved. Uh, playing outside uh, or being bored at a restaurant and making them come up with an activity, drawing, things like that. Or you can create like busy bags, uh, which is just like little activities to do, to take with you in the car or um, to a restaurant. And those can be things like magnets, on a cookie tray or um my my kids love to wash their hot wheels in a bucket of soapy water um they're using those those skills of the fine motor skills of holding a toothbrush and their hot wheels cars um or there's also things like writing and shaving cream um, just anything that they can use their five senses on will help um, build the connections in their brains, but also be fun and they're low prep and easy to do. 
Yeah, I like those. And my kid is a fan of cooking, so I'm glad you brought that one up. <laughs> but I didn't even think about the busy bags. I think that would be fun to do, even on the weekends, just to give them something new yeah, to do definitely. and try out. So, yeah, you have created um, some different things to help moms with activities. So I wanted you to share a little bit about your research called the Ultimate Mom Saver Bundle, because I think that it really is what it says, the Ultimate Mom <laughs> Saver. So how can we get it? What's in it? Tell us all about it. Yeah, so um, I'll send you a link and you can include it in your show notes. Absolutely. Um, and it's totally free for anybody that wants it. Um, so it's basically a sample of some of the activities from my ultimate toddler activity guide. So it includes six low prep activities, their hands-on activities. Um, and when I say low prep, that means like the prep time to prepare the activity is like two minutes or less. So any busy mom it can do it. Um, and it also includes six coloring pages uh, from my husband's uh, Little Engineer's coloring book. Um, so it's just like a great way to get started on doing activities and a great way to sub in activities instead of um, screen time. Suggest doing an activity with your preschooler instead of letting him or her play with the, on a tablet or iPad. Yes, definitely. And like you said, we will definitely include that link to the show notes so that we can get our hands on it because <laughs> it definitely sounds like it will be helpful, especially with the coloring pages and the activities. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. So, Adam, before we sign off, I just wanted you to give us um, either an inspirational quote or some encouragement for moms that are listening. Uh, so one of the quotes I've like used as a mom is uh, there is no way to be a perfect mother but a million ways to be a great one it's by jill churchill and i just have to remind myself of that a lot because i tried to be perfect but then i i get stressed out about making everything perfect so <laughs> i have to remind myself that as long as i'm trying my best then i'm going to be a great mom um, and i think a lot of other moms like struggle with everything has to be perfect, but it really doesn't. As long as you're just trying your best and making an effort, then you're doing a great job. Yes, definitely. And thank you for sharing that because I know I struggle with that too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so Autumn, where can we find you online if we want to learn more about you and get our hands on some of these other resources that you have? Yeah, so I'm at bestmomideas.com. Um, that's my website. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Best Mom Ideas. And then I'm also on Facebook at Best Mom Ideas. Um, so I, I, I post a lot more on Instagram and um, Facebook, just like activities that we're doing week to week. Um, and then uh, I have blog posts and stuff on my website. And my books are on my website as well. Awesome. And I will definitely include that too on or in the show notes. So thank you so much, Autumn, for coming on and sharing all of these great tips and helping us see that unlimited screen time isn't the best thing <laughs> and how we can incorporate some alternatives. So thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. 
Now that episode was a, a really good one and I hope that you take the time to go over and download the ultimate mom saver activity bundle that Autumn has for us. It is completely free. The links will be in the show notes. So make sure that you get your hands on that so that you can save yourself some time and stress with finding activities for your little one. Now, if you want any of the links in the show notes that were mentioned for this episode, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 70. That's number seven zero. There you'll find everything that was mentioned as well as the links and that ultimate mom saver bundle link that you want to make sure that you snag. So do me a favor. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to rate and subscribe to whatever platform that you are listening on, whether it be on iTunes or Spotify. And even if you can't do that um, on the platform that you're listening to, you can even just take a screenshot if you listen to it and put it in your IG stories or Facebook stories. This helps me out so much because it helps get the message out to other moms that this is a great podcast to listen to. Now, this week, the tickets have gone on sale for the Purpose Driven Mama Summit. And if you haven't heard or don't know about the Purpose Driven Mom Summit, this is something that you definitely don't want to miss. The Purpose Driven Mom Summit is a virtual summit that has over 20 speakers, including yours truly, who'll be sharing different topics all around nailing your routines, which is the theme for this year. And I am super pumped about this one because there are plenty of other moms that are going to be helping me with my routines because there are still some things that I could tweak. And I definitely want to make sure that you know about it so that you can get your free ticket. So go to realhappymom.com slash summit, and there you'll be able to get registered for the summit and get your free pass. Now there is an option to get the VIP pass, which I would definitely say, go ahead and snag that because there's over $500 worth of bonuses in there and they are all worth it. Let me tell you, I have seen them and they are pretty good. So at the time that this episode is going out, The summit hasn't started just yet. The summit is actually going to start on the 23rd of March. So if you go ahead and get your early, um, your tickets early, you can one, be on the wait list. And then two, you can go ahead and get that great pricing for the VIP pass now because the prices are going to go up and don't think too hard about it. If you are wanting to get your routines down packed, this is something that you don't want to miss out on. So go to realhappymom.com slash summit and there you'll be able to register for your free seat. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me and I'll definitely answer those for you in regards to the summit. Now that's it for this week. I will see you on Thursday and I will be sharing with you another topic for Mommy Talk Thursdays. Until then, you take care and have a great rest of your day with lots of love.